Welcome back to the 10th Wonder Podcast, a show about heroes and heroes reborn. It's just Joe and I today. Derek is back next week when we talk about the the finale. We're talking about Company Woman. That's not all we're talking about. We're talking about the big news that just dropped as well, are we not? I I think we should. You don't want to lead off with the positive news? It's not that positive. That's why oh, we don't yeah. want to lead off with it. Heroes um, Reborn has been recanceled. Recanceled. Or if you're if you're in the, I guess, more positive camp, that that might have been the plan all along. This was a one-off miniseries event that they had absolutely no plans of continuing after this one-off miniseries event. Regardless, if, if NBC had come up to them and said, we want another season of Heroes Reborn, they would have said, no, that was not yeah. the plan. <laughs> we know that's not the case. And 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 it, I wish it was the case um, only from a, the perspective of it's not a failure. Because I almost feel like the show, the show not being good or the show getting canceled or not picked up, however you want to put it, it always had like a, I want to say I took it personal. But I think just doing this podcast and everything, I, I've always felt a little like, like in defense of the show. And I, I don't know if you felt the same way. I've always felt like even when we did the first Heroes uh, group of seasons and the first Heroes podcast that we did, there was this constant tension whenever we would see something that that would get a lot of negative response from reviewers and press. But fans actually would like that same thing. Right. So we were constantly walking this line of saying, well, as a Heroes fan, this turn of events was pretty cool and we enjoyed how that fits in with the story. But then there's this other group of people that are professional TV critics and and, and casual watchers that are just not on board with what the show is doing. That would say that was the most ridiculous thing. How could they possibly? This doesn't make any sense. And so we would constantly have to walk that line. And I think most of the time we chose we chose to basically speak to the fans of the show. And it wasn't trying to. And we're not trying to like defend the show so much as we are to say, look, if you don't like the show, you probably shouldn't be listening to a podcast about it. And if you do like the show, then we don't need to dwell too much on stuff that that other group of people found to be bad. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, there was, the, the, I, yeah, I think you said that, that perfectly. There, there was times when somebody, you know, something would happen. I, I, I can't think of a specific instance, but something would happen in an episode and just getting back to the point of, of defending it, it would be more of just explaining like the, the like geeky side of it and the, the heroes fan, like you said, uh, side to it. And then sometimes, the person I'd be talking to would would start to think or start to even say like, yeah, actually, you know what? I see what you're saying with that. That actually, that, that makes sense. That's actually pretty cool now. And I always thought for a while, you know, maybe the show's just being too smart, but they were, they, they did kind of go down a path of confusion. For um, Heroes Reborn, you mean? For both, for actually. Bo- yeah, I think yeah. At, at one point they both kind of fell victim to the same, the same problems. Um, you know, and I don't want to bash the show and that's not, that's, I feel like we have been a little hard on it. We have, and that's these weeks. And I think I, I pull out the reason of saying when, 
heroes fans of the show have complaints and we do hear about them. We hear them on Twitter and email and stuff like that. We do like to point out, well, people have had problems with X or this, this storyline doesn't make sense because of X or Y. And we've gotten a lot more of that with heroes reborn, I think, because it's a, it was a, it was an attempt at something new, but also heavily rooted in the old stuff that had some, baggage you know and they didn't completely leave all of that behind for heroes reborn and it made it it made it very convoluted and and left us feeling a little conflicted about certain things that would happen because it's like well we really loved these characters back in the day but here they are again doing things that don't make sense and i i hope it all ends up being something really interesting in the end. And here we are with only one episode left to go. And I, I think a lot of people are starting to think, wow, this, this last episode better be pretty darn good. Or there are going to be a few disappointed people out there. Then the reality is it doesn't matter um, at this point with, with, I mean, maybe it matters from, it matters from, of course, Tim Kring's perspective and, and and the staff's perspective and things like that, just for, I guess their, their own personal purposes, bride purposes. But, Really, it, for whatever reason, and, and this is this is this is the, probably the last thing I want to say about the show in in a negative light. Because let me just clarify everything: in the past or even in the future, for what I say, I absolutely love Heroes. Wouldn't be doing a podcast about Heroes if I didn't love it. We hold the show to a pretty darn high standard, and that plays into it as well. But what I was getting at was the show built up so much like for 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 coming back they put a ton of money in advertising they put a ton of money in for sure everything except for what appeared to me was the latter half of this it run it seemed to slow down yeah it's declined the production it just it seems to have declined and i would love to know and maybe we'll talk to to mr kring about this at some point of of kind of where it so I don't want to say it went wrong because it hasn't gone wrong. It just it hasn't gone as good as it could have been because with all the lore and all the the characters they have, just there's so there was so much to play with. The sandbox yeah. was so big, and and maybe that's part of, of the, the sandbox. Like that, I that's exactly what we were talking about. I think in our very first episode when we resurrected the podcast, we were like, do we think they should just start completely blank slate? start following a completely new group of people and don't look back on the old show. And we didn't get that. We got something new that was a twist on the existing show. And they brought back a ton of old characters as crowd pleasers from, you know, people that we remember like hero and Noah and all that stuff. Yeah. And, and I don't want to say that I didn't enjoy that at all. I enjoyed that a lot. It was amazing to see some of these old characters back on the screen again. And that like, I, I wouldn't trade that I think for anything, but what I remember we were talking about in the very first heroes reborn uh, or 10th wonder reborn podcast. It was, I was very excited at the notion that they could have taken the, the core idea of heroes and gone somewhere completely different with it. Yeah, yeah, and, and yeah. I think I stuck to that and wanted that so much that uh, that you know here we are at the end of it, and it's like, oh man, I I don't know what to say, and I'm waiting for this final episode, and I think that you know once everything is kind of tied up and everything is done, I'll have more to say about this, but it's going to be interesting yeah. to see how it ends up, 
the the with with the um and I know I know we want to move on from this, but it there and maybe this will be some kind of of reflection when the whole series is over. But I feel like we might not get the opportunity to say some of this stuff when the series is over, unless we just have an episode that's you know looking back. And I get it; we have one more episode left. But just getting in, just to touch a little bit on the 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 point that you made about bringing back the old characters and how we were talking about starting fresh from the beginning for this, for this series anyways, for heroes reborn is I, I like, I love how they brought hero back. I, I would have, I liked how Parkman came back originally. I think they could have cut too. the time a little bit more, um, but that could have been it. I mean, except for HRG, of course he was pivotal to this. I mean, he was actually, that was a really smart way to bring back that character. We've talked about it before. I just, I, think with a little bit less of the of the past we could have we could have had a, like a we, we it, this could have been done a little bit better but again we'll see how this last episode plays out and once again i have to say it love heroes so much <laughs> i loved love your it. tweet when when we got the news last week about the show not being uh, quote unquote picked up for another season even though that might, may or may not have been the plan all along um Although I said before, if I bet you if NBC had offered them a second season, they would have taken it. Um, but your tweet was, I'm disappointed that Heroes uh, will end, but happy it was reborn at all. Yeah. And I thought that was so, that that is just perfect. You know, like that's nice. kind of our feelings on it. It's it's sad that, that next week's episode will be the last and possibly the last time ever we're ever going to revisit this world um, in any meaningful way. And, and then, yeah, it, it's just, it sort of sums up how we feel about that. Yeah. That's a bummer. <laughs> it's, it's kind of, it's a bummer, but also we're glad we kind of got to, you know, four or five years after the fact, we got to revisit this world and talk about it with you guys again. And like, we'll have a lot more to say about this after next week's episode, but that's kind of our preliminary thoughts. Um, You're so now, right. Now that we got the news that for sure the show just didn't, uh, make enough of an impression on the, the, the higher ups on, in the TV community to garner a second season of a mini series. Yeah. <laughs> so know, we started off what, on a sad note. That's, yeah, that's, we did. That's, that's my fault. Uh, I take credit for that or Shaft's word. Cause he ruined the last episode too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, we called him out on that last week. I think. Yeah. This one had nothing apologize to apologize profusely. If I remember, <laughs> um, Cool. So this episode, though, we we're, we're going to do our normal thing, talk about all of our reactions to it um, with the thought in mind that this is the second to last episode that we're ever going to get of this of this story. <laughs> you know, yeah. so here we go. Um, reactions to this. We, we have only one episode left. The series finale is next week. Lots of mixed feelings on this one. We've you know, I I. I, when I was texting with you, Joe, about what, what, what did you think about this? We had some mixed feelings. Um, <laughs> don't, then, don't, we don't, we don't need to uh, rehash. No, no. Any of my text messages. <laughs> I'm not going to pull it up right now and read them out, but we had some mixed feelings. And then I went and watched it and, I'm, and I texted you back and I'm like, okay, I see what you're saying, but I didn't hate this episode. I thought, I thought there was a lot to like about this episode. We finally learned a lot of things that we have been waiting the entire season long to learn. Um, chief among them is like the motivation behind why er- Erica hates Evos and, and all that stuff. And it, I, I think everyone was saying it would have been nice to know this way before now, like hearing about why she has such a grudge. 
And it, yes. and, and it was rooted in this, you know, abuse when she was younger and by an Evo and you know, she was taken advantage of and, and bossed around by. And it's, it would have been so nice to get that a lot earlier on. I think it would have fueled, it would have made Erica a little bit more believable as a character instead of just like, Oh, she's just evil for the sake of being evil. Um, yeah, it would have made way more sense for that to be shown earlier. Yeah. In fact, I think the way it was shown in, in this late in the game, it was almost like uh, uh, too little, uncom- too late. Yeah, it, I mean, of course, it was uncomfortable because it's it's an uncomfortable topic. But yeah, it was uncomfortable where it was placed in this in the series as well. Earlier on, would have made way more sense. It's almost like I don't know. It just didn't it didn't make sense showing it there. Like they tried packing in so much information that it, it, it felt what could have been a cool reveal fell flat for me. Yeah. Well, one only has to go to the title of this episode to to figure out why they decided to hold it. They wanted this episode to be like Company Man, like this big all revealing episode about why HRG is who he is and what's you know the the motivations behind why he does what he does. And I feel like they held all that information for, for about Erica for this episode for specifically that reason to try to give this episode that much significance. And I don't know if it worked. If it worked, yeah. I mean, Company Man came in like a three, two thirds, or at the seventeenth episode out of twenty-two or twenty-three in the first season, and this was the penultimate episode. Like comparing, right. we're only getting one more after this. Yeah, we had landslide. In season one, if we if we want to draw comparisons to season one at all, which it's hard not to because they name episodes like Company Woman, and they said this was supposed to be a lot like season one, so it's hard not to to draw comparisons between the two. Um, so I, I I and part of that is we got a tweet that said this reminded me very much of Landslide. Mm-hmm. I I don't get it, but um, I, and we'll find, I'll find the tweet later. Whoever said it is trusted because he's tweeted that as many times and he's a friend of the show. I just, I didn't, I didn't see the, the landslide, yeah. uh, landslide angle. Also, Sorry, I'm looking for something as I'm talking here. Also in this episode, we've got, you know, Tommy's finally doing, or gets in the chair and does the gateway transfer. And it looked really cool. That looked a lot better than I was expecting it to look. The whole watch thing I think is, uh, I, I don't know. I'll leave my thoughts. I'll leave my thoughts on set about the the Apple watches that they're wearing, or whatever whatever you want to compare the watches to. But in the in service of the story, it's pretty interesting. And then we get what happens in this episode where he actually get, ends up being trapped, just like Hero was. Um, that I I I think that that was something we kind of expected to happen because Erica was trying so hard to get the fortress rebuilt. And that's the only reason Otomo was still alive. I I don't know if we actually called it out on the show that, yeah, they're trying to get Tommy to, to be locked up in the fortress again, just like heroes so that they can use his ability at will instead of having to cajole him into sitting in the chair and doing the right thing and whatnot. You think that was the plan all along? I think, I think for sure that was the plan all along. Even, you know, when he, the very first time he meets Erica and he wakes up in the bed and there's a thing on the back of his neck. I think, I think right then and there, they tried to plug him in the system and it didn't work. And we had some discussions about, well, it didn't work because he's an empath, not a, not a real time traveler. Um, And so who knows what's, what that means. Are they going to acknowledge that at all? 
I hope so. I hope actually in the final episode we get to find out that he's an empath and somehow that's how he gets out of that room. Yeah, I think we definitely saw in the trailer of right before the fall finale stuff and in, in the trailer that was supposed to get us through that six week break, we see this shot of Richard and Erica very worried and, and yeah. stuff is happening. And I can imagine that maybe this is when they try to fire off the machine using Tommy as the, as, as the key or the processor of that. And then something goes wrong because he's not a time traveler. He's an empath. I would love it. I hope. I hope so. I hope that would, that's how it happens. The the problem is, or not a problem. Like, yeah, it is a problem. I don't really know what they can do in the last episode to just blow us away. And that's a, that could be a good thing, and that could be a a bad thing if if it's actually true. Like there really isn't much for them to show. I mean, what would surprise me is if they didn't save the world. <laughs> and <laughs> what if stuff got crazy? What if the world ends up ending? And this is just a lead into that new NBC show, um, You, Me, and the Apocalypse. Is that what it's called? That they've I they've been airing so promos for? <laughs> I'd be so mad. Like, just if this was a giant ad. <laughs> 13 episode ad for our new comedy series on Thursday oh. nights. It wouldn't, it, would, it wouldn't be funny. <laughs> um, what else? What else did we, did we have? a big reaction to you in this episode. Quentin, Quentin is now back to good Quentin. He made a decision. He switched sides. I like, yeah, we knew I, that was coming. We right? knew that was coming. Pro- probably it was going to end up with, so I thought it was going to be more dramatic switch, but it ended up being, um, he finally just says, you know, that's not my sister and chooses, chooses to join Luke and Phoebe just escapes. So who knows how she plays into the final moments of the series too. Oh man, I just the, the, some of the questions we have are you know how is HRG going to play into this? How is he going to come back in? We we talked about it last week. I don't think we have we don't have we a didn't good get idea. any clues. No, yeah. we didn't get any clues from this episode to tell us like well, hey, this is how he might. Come Noah back. has been gone for two episodes at this point, straight. Oh, took him, and we he don't know where he him. is. Who took him? We have our we have our guesses, which it, you know could either be Hero or Tommy. No, or Peter. Or Peter. <laughs> that's that that's who you really want it to be. Yeah. Uh, you're going to will it to be so. I hope so. Those are our guesses. And, and we have, we'll, we'll figure out because there's going to be some amount of fabric of time and space bending happening that Noah plays into. And yeah, I think the final episode is going to be exciting for that reason. Like Noah's, Noah will have to be back and something big will have to happen. We'll find out who transported him out of there. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I wonder what the point of him leaving is going to, I don't know. Be. It's just not, there's just one episode left. I can't believe it, man. <laughs> well, the big question is how are they going to pack in all of this into one episode? I hope they do. We've got to somehow stop the world from ending two solar flares that are literally what, what three hours from hitting uh, as this next episode begins. Yeah. We've got to bring back Noah. We gotta have everybody we gotta get Tommy out of the fortress. We've got to have this thing go down at the clock tower where Tommy and Molina are there. Which which, which you, you notice the <laughs> clock tower very prominently displayed in this episode, which we'll we'll talk about. Yeah, I was hesitant there because I recap. 
I, for some reason, I couldn't remember if that was in a trailer or if that was actually uh, in the episode. But that was in the episode. It, in this in this week's episode, we see the place where it's all going to go down. They've set the scene basically, and they they went back to Union Wells. That was I enjoyed pretty much that. what we thought was going to happen, yeah. which was super cool. Classic. Well, I, mean, I I think it, it went down. It went down about how we thought it would, but there were a few twists there, which we will definitely talk about a little bit more in a bit. Um, Wait, there's we have we have a little bit of news in which we, in which you have news because I don't have news. <laughs> well, no, yeah, just in the heroes verse, the heroes, um, Gemini heroes reborn, the console game came out on the nineteenth. Oh, yeah, came out. So came out today, huh? Uh, we're yeah, recording on the nineteenth. <laughs> Well, we were. Wait, so now how do we 20th, how do we get it? But, uh, Xbox One for sure download, and it's an online download. Yeah, it's a digital digital game. It's fifteen bucks. I think it's on the PC as well. I should probably verify that, and maybe on PS4 and Steam. I'm not sure, but either way, I I all so far I've just downloaded it. I, I haven't had a chance to play it yet because I just got it today. I mean, it was released today. Well, so we'll have, have to we'll it. have to check it out over the next week and. And maybe mention a little bit about it next week. but Yeah, uh, it looks cool. I mean, I think they did a good how, job with what they how did. How weird is it that they're waiting until the show's over to release that thing? I know. It was supposed to come out on the 16th, which would have just been a week ago. And it got pushed back. Or it was supposed to come out on like, the, what, the What's the, the 12th, point of it coming sorry. out when the show's over? <laughs> I guess to continue the story, maybe? That, you know what? It doesn't really draw much from, from what I can tell, it doesn't draw much from the actual series. It's almost like loosely based on it. It's the powers from it. There's this girl, Cassandra. Yeah, we heard a lot about her. Nothing to do she's with the actual storyline. She's mentioned in Dark Matters. Or no, yeah, but, or Cassandra might be in the very first episode of Heroes Reborn. It does none of it. None of it really matters, though. This is from really from what I understand is the the. I think it's Phosphor Games, the developer, mm-hmm. had like uh, like they had their grant this grand vision for a game for a long time, and it's morphed and changed and this is actually they were approached about heroes reborn and and they were able to adapt cool that's the only news though outside of it being canceled not canceled heroes being being canceled or just not renewed yes not renewed so i think uh what we should do is what we always do kind of quickly walk through the episode to get our more specific thoughts out out there and uh and we'll talk a little bit about what we know is happening in the final episode based on descriptions and stuff like that. Um, but first a quick recap. Let's do it. So this episode starts as the last one ended with the solar flare erupting from the sun and heading towards earth. I really liked how they did the, the, for the opening moments of this episode where they kind of showed you all the weird weather stuff happening and all the panic of, you know, the rush on gasoline and things like that. And just, yeah, it's funny. I made a note. So the, the same thing. Yeah, the imagery of, of people kind of preparing for the worst. And then we had this radio interview talking about it. And it really kind of set the tone of how serious it is. And I and I like I don't know. I think if you ask if you ask somebody, well, what did you think about the whole radio interview and stuff, you, you would get mixed reactions. But I enjoyed it. I think it set I think it set the right tone for this episode, which is kind of getting this whole thing rolling. We have only however many hours before this thing hits and there's a lot of stuff that's, that needs to happen to save everybody. Um, and so having, it was setting the tone, having, having that, 
having that at the beginning and showing it all. Um, we even got that cool shot of the barn that said, where are the heroes that, you know, we saw that in the trailer teaser trailer for the show. Yeah. Right. It was cool to go back to that from like the beginning. Cause we hadn't seen anything like that for a while. Yeah. There's another note I took as well. It's we're, we're, we're on the same page we're on the same page. so far. Yeah. <laughs> so everyone's heading to Odessa. We kind of get this uh, montage of every, everybody making their way. We see now like uh, Tommy is going to do a test fire of, of the gateway transfer. So they, the, this group of scientists strap on their watches. Tommy gets in the chair, does, you know, all, all the stuff beeps and whirs and the group gets transported to the future and the um, the thing it says thank you Tommy, <laughs> like the the voice, it's counting down. It does all that stuff, and it's like yes, transfer yes. completed. Thank you Tommy. Yes, you just <laughs> you jogged my that. memory too when you when you just I was picturing that scene and for whatever reason it it made me realize that or maybe I just heard everybody screaming at us when we were talking about Tommy being an empath or not. We know he can absorb powers, <laughs> like that's yeah. how he got the other powers. But we. I think what we meant is how he, if he can hold more than one power at a time and maybe all the powers that he's come into contact with, he might have, you know, he might still I like that. have some of that. I like that. Okay. And if we're still going on the thing of, oh, if, if he touches somebody with abilities and he gets their abilities, then like Otomo touched him in this episode. Mm. So I don't know what. He has no more time travel, but he can... I don't know if he, that's what it what it means. He can use that power to get out of the video game. Well, also you have this the group of people that theorize that if you know cuz we had we had that shot of him touching someone else but not getting her ability. Oh, it was Molly. It was Molly. It was Molly. I forgot we even had Molly on this show. It's been so long. It's six like 7 weeks <laughs> since the last time we saw her. Solid character. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so now we see Rin arrives at the gateway and he's let in much to his surprise. You know, he wasn't on a list, but Otomo has made arrangements. He's got the helix. And later, a little bit later, we see he meets Emily. Um, but He's wearing the helix from yeah. the first time we see him, right? Yeah, he's wearing that necklace. I thought that was cool. Yeah. And then, and then it comes into play later. Now we see the National Guard is stopping people. Uh, as they're on their way to Odessa and, and this is Luke and Melina, they see this is a problem, uh, but they hear on the radio that there's a shelter being set up at union Wells high school and Luke and Melina hatch a plan to have Tommy find them. And Luke says, you know, we're basically going to make some news uh, after we get rid of some of this dead weight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he means, he means Phoebe and Quentin at that point. Now we see this, this, really tense scene of Matt confronting Erica. She's uh, she, it, at, but first she's on the phone with the governor of, of Texas. I, I assume talking about, you know, let her do all the hard work and saving everyone. She opens up this case and it's a Primatech business card that looks kind of old and weathered. And again, we see this card later in the episode, Matt barges in with Taylor and makes Taylor hold a gun to her head. And he's basically, he's here to, get what he wants from Erica. And then we get the hero's logo and it sounds and looks a little bit different for some reason. Enough to, for us to notice <laughs> it sounded different and the, and it looked a bit different. Like the Aurora was a lot more prominent, I guess. And the, the sound was different. We didn't get quite as much of the, the 
old school heroes sound that we know and love. And, and, and it ended with a different tone as well. And I don't, if we were talking about this earlier before we recorded, I'm like, I have no idea why they did that other than just to be like, this is the second to last episode. So let's have some fun with the logo. Well, you suggested it could have been a rights issue, which would have been interesting. <laughs> we, we, I mean, we, hey, we only had the, we only had the rights for 12 episodes. <laughs> I mean, there's, yeah, there's, there, there's only there's so many episodes. possibilities for, for them having changed it. Like literally they had an issue with rights is one. Another one is they just felt like doing it. And they had like a few saved up that they were trying to decide between. And they thought at this point, we're just going to show a different one. Three, there's something in there. We're supposed to notice. I can't notice anything. And uh, I think that's about the only reasons you could give for having a different opening at the second to last episode. (laughs) I think, I think essentially the, if, if we're paying attention and I could be wrong because I'm not paying attention (laughs) to the logo every time. I think, I wonder what would happen if you got every episode's logo and played them back to back. If the Aurora is getting bigger and bigger each time Hmm. and, and seeing, but, and because the, the, one of the big, plot points of the show is the magnetic poles are reversing and it's causing disruptions in in magnetic fields and things like that. And maybe the, the logo of the show has been sort of this illustration of the fact that that's happening and has been getting increasingly more and more dramatic every time. And we well, just that would have been finally cool. noticed it now because they changed the music a bit. <laughs> I mean, we will go back and check it out and it's probably not the case, but if it was, yeah. they should have done that because that would have been That'd be awesome. cool. Yeah, they missed anyway, a chance. After the logo, we get back uh, to the tent situation with Erica and Matt. And Matt basically is, uh, he, he spills the beans. He says that uh, Taylor is pregnant and he, he he's almost going to have Taylor shoot herself. And finally, Erica gives in and says, well, travel safely. Here's your watches. Matt leaves the room. And Taylor drops the gun. So it's just, yeah, the, the, with Matt leaving like that, I, I would have, that wouldn't have worked for me. I mean, I would have been immediately thinking, okay, these watches aren't going to work. Or she, she gave me the dummy watches. Off. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and how, yeah, how hard would it be for them to just like give him three watches that don't work or three watches that they then later exempt from the whole travel flight program or whatever the transfer yeah. thing that they were doing. But either way, yeah. <laughs> the fact that Matt was like, okay, bye. Yeah. No, it, it <laughs> that plays was... into the whole following like story. And it's the whole, everything that happens to him from that point on, it's, oh, it's, you know, it's kind of, uh, it's kind of sad. <laughs> yeah. Uncomfortable. Well, it's just like, every, everything that happens to Matt from this point on is just like, oh, why do we even do that to him? But, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> let's, bring, let's bring that back from last week. All right. <laughs> um, now uh, we're with Luke and he takes Quentin and Phoebe and they're going to try to, I think, I don't think that Luke was intending to kill them. I think that he was just going to leave them stranded or, or tie them up in the woods or something like that. But uh, it doesn't, uh, we find out later it doesn't quite go to plan. Now we're back with Tommy. He overhears Richard and and realizes that the plan isn't to save everyone in, or as many people as possible. It's only to save a few people. So he feels betrayed and warps out of there, causing quite the problem because they need him. Now we're back with Erica and Taylor. They're talking. Erica asks Taylor, is it Francis? Basically, the, the, she knows that 
that Francis is most likely the father of that baby, that baby. And now we get this, this flashback of Erica's past. Hence, you know, company woman being the title of this episode. We see that her father's very sick and she makes, she has this doctor there who's seeing, seeing to him. And the doctor says, you know, I can't, I've given him some medicine to make him feel better, but that's about all I can do medically speaking. But then he shows her that he has the ability to heal uh, living things. And like we, there's this fly and he kills the fly and then brings it back to life in front of her. And so she agrees to let him do that. She'll keep it a secret. And then he, and then we find out he's not a good man. He's Yeah. That's a good way to put it. He takes, he takes advantage of her. And, and this is, you know, a, a big reason why Erica hates Evos. And again, like, like we said at the early part of this show, it would have been nice to see this stuff a lot earlier than now. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a serious thing, like it, taken separately from the show. I mean, just the topic. Yeah, it's it was. It's a pretty heavy thing. It's and, hard to watch, and, to be honest. Like, yeah, it's really uncomfortably shot. <laughs> I think so too, and I, I just it, it, I didn't need that kind of. Um, it didn't. It's a subject matter that I think, and I don't want to be too too over like too over the top with this, like as far as um, if they should or shouldn't do something, I think it's totally fine that they did. And, and, and they addressed something that was more based on like a, you know, a true event, a real life type thing. It's just, there's, there's not enough time to give it the, I think the nurturing that, that, that's that type of story. I know just, just now mentioning it offhand, like this is why she's evil. It seems too rushed. Yeah, um, yeah. It's like let's let's go with something very extreme to show you at this point. To I would have been fine with something less extreme with at just at this point in the show, that's all. Yeah. But it, it is what it is and that's what happened and it's And what is uh, it with what is it with Evos that can heal being ending up being complete jerks? Like like Lenderman? We, we remember Linderman. Um and now this guy, like come yeah, on. Yeah, but Linderman was Malcolm McDowell, so he <laughs> get away with anything. Fantastic. So not not to say anything bad about uh, what's his name. So we jo- <laughs> we now join. Uh, yeah, we don't actually know his name. I think I think he's just terrible. It's guy. He, he's credited. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's just TG. That's TG. It's <laughs> terrible guy. He's terrible guy. Um. So now we we join Erica and, and, and Taylor back in the present, and she, Erica's informed that Tommy has warped away, and she needs to go handle the situation. She tries to leave, but Taylor yells and manifests a power. Um, the the vases on her desk explode. Erica says, "There's no way that's you. That's you know that's coming from the baby." That's, she's like, "I had you tested. It's probably coming from from the kid." And uh, so, and we remember Francis had telekinesis. So right. Right. At this point, Taylor demands to see Francis and, and holds Erica at gunpoint and, and walks her out of the room. Now we see – we rejoin Luke in the in this kind of forest area where he's planning to ditch Phoebe and Quentin. Phoebe manages to escape, but Quentin stops Luke from shooting at her. And so yeah, – and Quentin also escapes. And so a little bit later, as all this confusion is happening, Quentin finds the gun on the ground – holds, you know, aims it at Luke, but then at the last kind of second changes his mind, puts the safety on the gun and hands the gun back to Luke. And Luke's like, look, if you, if you, if you're doing this, you're never going to see your sister again. You're going all the way with us. 
And Luke says, that's not my sister. So he's made his, made his choice. Yeah. I mean, it seems like it's areas like this. I'm missing HRG. Oh yeah, for sure. I don't get it. Why do they have to pull him from the show? Like he's. So that he can have a grand re re re-entry into the show that makes everything okay. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense. There's, there's been a couple episodes without him and and we felt it. Oh, for sure. I want him back. I'm sorry. (laughs) He'll be back. He'll be back. It's okay, Joe. It's okay. It's okay. (laughs) So um, now we see Ren is getting registered at Gateway and manages to run conveniently into Emily. And And she learns that Ren is there to find Tommy. And, you know, he's like, I'm looking for the master of time and space. Do you, do you know him? And she says, dude, I'm dating him. Yeah. And they, they team up. They're going to be a nice little team here in the final, final moments of the series. It's cute. It's cute. So Tommy finds, uh, now we see Tommy finds his mom. She's being led away by guards, which, you know, obviously Erica made the call, like do something with his mom and we'll find Tommy. Um, Tommy, freezes time and then unfreezes his mom, which I love that. That's pretty cool. Oh, that was an awesome scene. Then he takes the whole his, scene was awesome. Yeah, it's great. He 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 takes his mom to the future to show her gateway. And a lot of stuff came out of this scene, but the the main thing I'm honing in on is she, she says your great grandmother had a vision and he he he's starting to doubt everything and he's like, "Look, this, you know, I can save I can save enough people to make sure that humanity humanity survives. And even though there's a lot of uncertainty there, Tommy's mom is like, you will know what to do when the time comes. Your father believed in you. He said you were more powerful than even, you know, and that's kind of like the significance of this scene is maybe they're hinting at something here. Completely. They have to be They're They're saying exactly what we're hoping for. And that's, he's got, more powers. Yeah. That's something's something has been left undiscovered that not even we know, or not even he knows. Yeah. And I can't stress it enough. I, I abs- love, I absolutely love the scenes with Tommy and his mom. They're always so good. Perfect. They're like, they're, yeah. The chemistry between Tommy and his mom has always been super solid all season long. I like it. Series long. All um, what? What did you say? Originally I said, season. I said season and then a series. Cause that's it. all limited special event miniseries event. <laughs> it's been great. It's been great. Uh, so now they work back to the present and, they, and Tommy basically makes mention like this is where we're supposed to meet. And he's basically sends his mom up to the top of the clock tower. Um, so they're running up the steps and she, he says, go all the way up the top. Uh, I'll be back. And, and he warps out. Now hmm. uh, we see now we're back with Erica as she's being led along by at, at gunpoint with uh, by Taylor. And we get another flashback. We see Erica, young Erica, pregnant, uh, is is having you know the what is it sickness? What's it, what's it actually? Morning called? sickness. Morning sickness. Yeah. There we go. Um, her father comes up and says, "You know, have you told the father?" And she she's like, "I don't think I'm going to." It's not not like he's a good person. And then the dad kind of cues in. You know, he kind of senses that something is off, and she she kind of brushes it off. No, nothing like that ever happened. Uh, and, and he, he makes it known to her that he's, he's very supportive no matter what she decides to do. Um, now we're back at the present. Erica takes Taylor down to where they're holding Francis or they get in the elevator and go down. 
But it's a trap. They're ambushed by guards. They were waiting for them. Francis, you know, we, we kind of get the sense, and, and Taylor finally gets the sense that Francis has been dead this entire time. He's gone. He's gone. Um, now we get another flashback. Erica has called back the doctor who's, who's abused her to help with baby Taylor, who is very sick. He, he senses like, oh, she's, she's might have some kind of respiratory disorder because of all the coal dust in the air from where they were living. He heals her. He heals Taylor, but then says he's going to take her with him. She's an Evo, maybe her power and his power that like the combining of, of, whatever it is that is going on. Like he, he, min, he makes mention of it could be beautiful. She, she can manifest this amazing power. So she's coming with me. I didn't even notice that. I thought he just wanted to have her cause he thought she would be live a better life with him. I, say, I think essentially he's like, it will be better for her to join me because I'll know how to raise her and, and cultivate her powers. Well, I, Erica's not having any of that. And Erica, as he goes to leave and he's trying to take her, Erica grabs a pair of scissors Stabs him in the neck, killing him. Right in front of Taylor. Right in front of her. Yep, she sees it. Now we're back in the present. Erica calls off the guards and tells Taylor, you are always and you are and always have been the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. Taylor, this, you know, this is getting to Taylor. Taylor puts her gun down and says, you know, what what do we do now? And Erica is basically like, join me, we'll start over together. And Taylor refuses this offer. She's like, you're being very generous, but I'd rather die than live in an empty world with you. And she walks back to the elevator and leaves. And and we see Erica kind of break down for the very first time in the show. But she quickly, like, composes herself. Yeah, yeah. Which I that, thought, I, I enjoyed that quite a lot. It was nice. It showed that she was human, but then it also showed that she's not. Right. It's like, All in... We see we see Five the seconds. most hum, humanity out of Erica we've seen in the show, period. But it's quickly suppressed. And I think that was, you know, that was part of this play on the title Company Man and making this company woman, of course, was a callback to season one and how we established the story for HRG. Um, I think that 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 the having that name attached to this episode, Company Woman gave me even higher expectations. I know. For and it. I think everyone felt that way. Yeah. I just was like picking things apart more because I'm going to compare it to company man, which is one of the greatest episodes of heroes of all time. Thank you, Brian Fuller. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I, I think a little bit more on, on Erica, um, would have been better if, if the scenes, cause it, like here, here's the thing. And I, I, I realize I'm sounding negative again, but I don't mean to, all I'm saying, what I'm trying to say is the, there was two very big scenes with Erica that established this as a company woman episode. And I think that was the flat. It was, they both revolved around Taylor and her relationship mm-hmm. with Taylor. And we got, it's almost like we got the same scene twice. First it happened inside the office. Then it happened again in the hallway. And I just felt like it needed, a, it needed more there. It's like this. Here's, here's what I'm trying to say. All right, this is totally, I'm going to draw a comparison that's uh, different media, whatever. So here it goes. Adele comes out with a new album, right? After four years, four years, comes out with a new album. Doesn't go on any of the streaming services except for the original song. So I'm thinking 
if I buy it, it's, you know, she's making me pay for it outside of a streaming service. It's, it's going to be awesome. And I didn't think it was that great. And I think part of it, and I do like the album, but I don't love it. Part of it is I had a, I had to, there was, it was expectation built up for it. And even more by the creator of that album by saying, now you, you, it's so good. You have to pay for it. Uh, outright. I know it's just, that's super reductive, but at, this, at the end of the day, that's what it is. Well, you're, it's expectation. You're just, yeah, you're you're talking about a set expectation and a, an expected amount of value you're going to get out of something based on based on its cover or based on that expectation. Yeah, based on somebody saying that this deserves you know more more attention and and really this has a happy ending because I'm realizing now as we're going through the episode that my dislike for it upon first viewing and, and, and second viewing is actually, I'm, I'm so much better with a lot of it hearing just you go through it and, and looking at it through a different set of lenses, really. I'm not holding it up to company man standards anymore. So. Right. And I, I feel like it's been so long since I've seen company man that I don't remember how I remember I loved it, but I don't remember exactly why or how I felt you know, and it, those those feelings aren't as raw as they were when we watched it several years ago. But think so about it. I was it able way. to watch this episode, regardless of the title, and still be like, "Well, this is why this episode serves the purpose that it's trying to serve in in getting us ready for this final episode." I like that. No, and that, that's that's cool that that you did that, um, or that you were able to watch it through that set of eyes. And I think that's why I was able to watch it the first time and be like, Hey Joe, it wasn't that bad. And you know, I know. uh, And all I'm thinking about is again, yeah, it, that like solidified why he was this, like, I mean, we already knew by that point, but that was like, Whoa, it was such a big moment in heroes in heroes in general. Oh yeah. That's all. It's so well executed. Um, I derailed completely there, but no worries. And that's why that was the whole purpose. Cool. Well now speaking of old, callbacks and things like that. Luke and Quentin and Melina arrive at Union Wells. Um, and my possibly my favorite scene uh, in this episode, if not maybe the series, is when Melina walks up and finds the picture of Claire in the trophy case. Yeah. And it was just, I don't know, it was just a cool moment. I don't know how I need to explain it any further. It was just a really cool moment. And it brought me, it felt like I was watching the old show again and the way that they were talking about Claire, the like, infamous cheerleader, the, it's just so her saying it's my mom. Yeah, yeah, and her saying it's my mom. I just I really enjoyed that scene, and it was totally it was over way too fast. <laughs> um, now uh, we we get the the plan that Luke wants to execute here is Luke wants Melina to use her ability in public to get Tommy's attention. They want to create something uh, of of a news event so that Tommy can see where they're at, and and Luke knows that if Tommy sees where they're at. He can warp to them faster than Erica's people can get to them. So, um, good thinking Luke, he tells Melina, you know, go stand in front of this very identifiable logo and do your thing. So she creates a vortex out of uh, a swirling vortex out of garbage and sets it on fire. And it's (laughs) this big, big fire tornado. Very cool looking. Um, you know, part of that, part of that scene where, um, Oh my gosh. Melina walks up and is looking at her mom, Claire, in the trophy case. Mm-hmm. The the scene not only was reminiscent of Homecoming, mm-hmm. but it just the, the music as well. Again, Wendy and Lisa, Fire the score, the hero score. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Love it. So um 
after the big news event is is happening here, thanks to Melina, Tommy, um, we well, oh, sorry, we see Carlos, Farah, and Micah, but they see the news report on the TV, and so Micah sets. Oh right, 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 and he. He puts his hand on the TV and, and he basically broadcasts. puts it on a loop and he's like, I'm going to broadcast this to anything that gets a signal to make sure that Tommy sees it. And then we'll be on our way. And they, they set a course for union wells as well to try to, to try to find him. So I mean, now, that, that scene though, we, we, where she, we get to see her like elemental side because uh-huh. she throws the fire into it. It's super that was cool. cool. I, I, it was like, well, we've seen her do the wind thing, but then she's like, throws a spark of fire into it and the whole thing goes up. I was like that, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Now uh, we join Tommy who warps into the clock tower where his mom is hanging out. Um, he's been searching all over the place for Melina, but can't find her. But luckily his mom has a cell phone and the, and it's getting the signal and she shows it to him. He knows where it is. And so he warps back, warps, warps out to find Melina at union wells. Then we go to commercial. Dun, dun. All right, now dun, we're dun. back with um, <laughs> now we're back with uh, Otomo is down in the like core area of Gateway, and he's he's we find out that he's done fixing the fortress, which means you know well, well what are they fixing it for? They need to trap somebody, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Richard tells Erica about the transmission, and Erica says, you know, if if Tommy has seen this, then. We need. He basically says we sent Joanne and and a, and a backup squad to go to go to Union Wells. And she said, "Well, if Tommy has seen this, we need to send Otomo." And Richard says, "I already did." So ah. now we're back in Union Wells. Joanne arrives, and she's there to kill Melina, but also knows that Luke is protecting her. Uh, Tommy warps in right behind her and walks towards the gymnasium. Luke sees Joanne in the crowd and starts to move them away. Uh, Tommy is now in the crowd searching for Melina and he uh, hears his name, looks over. It's Otomo. Otomo hits him in the chest and digitizes him into Evernow, which uh, is a darn shame. It is. It made uh, me mad. Yeah. I was like, oh, they're so close. So close. Why'd they have to do that? Did we even touch on the fact that, that we're um, – Tommy's mom told Tommy, like, you can't mess with, with, with the past. Because Tommy wanted to go back in time. Yeah, Tommy wanted to, to go Melina. back to try to find Melina. But she's like, don't do that. There's, you know your father wouldn't want you to do that. Yeah. That, that, was, that, that was the gist of it. That was, yeah, but it was, it was cool because there was a moment where he's like, I'm going back in time. I need to, I need to find like, no, her. No, 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 no. And it's so that. like, yeah, that's like a, yeah, it's it, immature almost with his, yeah. with his power. He doesn't. He really wasn't thinking clearly. Well, like, his mom's like, "No, you can't do that." that your dad. Put that said. in contrast to the way Hero would have faced the same situation. He'd be like, "Well, can't go in the past. It's like not even an option." It would have been early on for Hero, I think. Yeah, but that was when he was more immature. Exactly. Yeah. So it's it's cool to see this play out like this. It just makes me wish there was even more to come. Yeah. Anyway, after Tommy is digitized or he's captured by Otomo, Joanne finds and shoots at Melina, but Quentin pushes her out of the way, saving her. Panic starts to ensue because someone's opened fire in a gymnasium, so everyone's getting out of Dodge and, and, and jumping over stuff and uh, causing a mass, you know, mass exodus from the gymnasium. Strangely enough, a window opens up to the sun when just before it was 
really dark outside. I'm not sure how that happened. I guess the sun is rising. It was really early in the morning then and all these night scenes. No, it wasn't night. It was just, it was probably mid afternoon or something. Yeah. But like in this, in the scenes of Molina doing the news broadcast, Tommy and his mom, it was dark in that scene. It was dark in the scene that Micah looped the footage in. Oh yeah, you're right. So I was, I was a little taken aback by like, Oh, there's the sun. How convenient for Luke that the sun is shining on him all of a sudden when we thought it was dark outside. Maybe there's a bit of a time shift there that that went unnoticed. Mm, no, it does all happen in pretty much real time. You're right. I don't know why it was dark earlier on, but then lighter later, which is what you're saying. Huh. There's maybe, probably a good reason maybe, for it. Maybe it's that the solar flare is close enough that Luke can use the power from it. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, well, I <laughs> That's mean, you do see that it gets brighter in there. Yeah. But I, I, I fully believe that they, you know, he draws his power from the sun. He said as much. And so that when the window opened up, he got energized by it, puts the gun down, and now he can use his his fire ability. Um, Joanne, now now we've got a standoff here. Joanne points the gun at Melina. Luke tries to tries to reason with her. You know what? When they're all exiting, they open a door to the outside. Right. So or like, like, like the window were, comes uncovered and stuff. So I think you're totally right. It was it was early, early morning when we saw them wherever they were at. Perhaps. And then yeah. And maybe the, the door maybe if we go back and pay closer attention to the clock tower, we'll we confirm as much. But yeah, I thought it said five eighteen or something like that. Yeah. Um so again, back to the standoff. Luke is trying to reason with Joanne and it's not working. So the so Melina starts to stand up behind Luke to use her power to use her ability to try to to disarm Joanne, but Joanne shoots twice at Melina. She goes down. Luke vaporizes Joanne with his ability, and we find out that Melina was saved by Farah, who had arrived earlier with Micah and, and Carlos. Um that's the second yeah. bullet she's taken for Melina. <laughs> I know it's a little, it's, ah, I did I think mean, it was cool. I did think it was cool when they panned over to Molina and there was a bit of that distortion happening. Did when? you notice that? Like when, when Molina was shot, she goes down and then we, we get the shot of Quentin realizing what has happened and Quentin quickly crawls over to Molina. And if you look, it's all, distorted like there's somebody who's invisible sitting in front of her oh yeah i see what you're saying um, the 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 part that got me was when she gets when farah apparently is the one who gets shot but she stays invisible. hold on let me well yeah that well she could could because she's not dead so she could stay invisible if she she's we, we know she's really powerful we saw that with parkman yeah but it's it's the the scene and it's probably just a, an effects thing it's actually melina who gets shot her stomach, their blood. Well, I mean, that's earth. that's practical effects, you know? Yeah. And that was to sell what happened. And you're not supposed to go back and watch it in slow motion? You're not supposed to do that. Not supposed uh, to frame by frame it. But okay. but like what you find out and and immediately after is, oh, someone who was invisible is standing in front of her or, or took the bullet for her. Um, which which then, is cool. Which then you were like, oh, well, then the, that blood that I saw spray out was totally not hers. It was the person that was standing in front of her. You know, it, I think if you went back and slow mode it, 
they probably fired off a practical effect of a gunshot wound on the actress, uh, on on Molina, the actress yeah. who's playing Molina. Yeah, they did. You're right. You're right. It's it's. But then uh, they flipped the script on you. It was totally it was a, fair. It was a, yeah, no, but it was a good thing. It was cool because I thought like, oh, crap, like Molina just got shot. I, I was like, this is bad. Where are yes. they going with this? Uh, and then we find out that Farah saved her uh, yet again. Second bullet she's taken for uh, for Molina. Um, so she's being rushed to the hospital and Luke is going to take Molina and, and they're going to try to complete this mission. So now we join Ren and Emily. They're still a team together doing team things. Ren realizes where they are uh, as they're sneaking around. He's like, this looks just like ever now. And he realizes like there's this, there's this elevator that goes down to the core. And so they find the elevator and they get in and none of the buttons work, but there's this RNA symbol there. And he realizes that his necklace fits in there. So, you know, like Otomo said, the necklace is the key. Yeah, literally. And so he puts the the necklace in there, presses the button, and they head down. But Ren not, is but not before very a quick good high English. Five. Oh right, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, I got. Yeah, like I said before, it's they're they're them together. Uh, it was fun. It's just, it adds a little Emily. bit of light fun to uh, an otherwise pretty dark episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and and good and balance. Do we talk about Joanne getting torched? Did you say that? Oh, I did. Yeah, I said oh, okay, Luke yeah. vaporized her. That's right. I mean, she's just a pile of ash on the ground. <laughs> it's so messed up, man. Like, if you really think about it, it's really it, it messed really, up. It, it really is. And, like, you would think, like, how easy that was for him to do, even though he didn't necessarily – he didn't see her shoot Melina. He he know. saw her fire two, two shots. He's just like <laughs> – And then – That was a little too easy for you, Luke. It's crazy. But um Okay, yeah. so they use the key in the elevator, they start right. to go down. So they start they start heading down. And they're trying to get to level six, which is cool. And I like how he described it as the core. And we all know, like, oh, it's that room that has the thing in the chair that Tommy's gonna use. So Ah yes, yes. Um now we get this scene, which is quite likely the last time we're ever gonna see Matt Parkman on the show, with Matt calling his wife saying, I've I've fixed everything we're we're gonna be all right uh, i've i've got these watches and stuff like that he's basically telling her everything he's on the phone and then because the weather is getting really bad due to the magnetic shift uh, uh, what happens like a lightning strike strikes a utility pole in front of his car he hits that and then veers off the road into a ravine the car flips multiple times uh, the watches fly out the window he lands like next to a river, the airbags deploy. And, and when he, when he comes to like the watches are floating down the river and he's calling for help and then starts to laugh maniacally at the irony of his predicament. Yeah. It, it the, the scene was shot really well. Well, the, Super the crash cool was scene. really brutal to watch. Like the, they, they shot it really cool. Like, yeah, I got to I give him props for how cool that looked. Big time. I don't know how much time they spent on that, but it was. It they was probably used the same rig cool. that they used for Tommy's mom, uh, or Tommy and his mom in that crash scene. Probably used that. Yeah, same it was rig. just that was different Shot. car in a in an, in a city. This is and going down like a a hill, a big a big hill down into the riverbank. <laughs> I think and the only the thing I disliked away. about this 
was his laugh at the end, <laughs> which I think, you know, they're just trying to sell how, how hopeless his quest is to try and save himself. For whatever reason, like, it reminded like, me of Maury. Like I just oh, kept yeah. thinking about his dad for whatever reason. Like, I don't know why that's what I was thinking when he was laughing. Oh, I like that. That adds, that makes me like it a little bit more. Um, but yeah, when I first saw that scene of the cameras pulling way back and he's laughing maniacally, I'm like, Are, this is, uh, I don't like evil Matt. No, but he got what was, uh, well, he, he, coming, he was being him. enough of a jerk that I didn't mind what happened to him, you know? <laughs> yeah. And but, he even says too, like I've been, been a terrible father. It's like, yeah, yeah. I get it. He's trying to, the, the whole redemption. Trying to atone for that stuff. And people are allowed to make up for their mistakes, but he's like, it's just kind of like, ha ha, that's what you get. And but he he did terrible things in the name of saving himself, and now he's getting like the ultimate existential punishment for it. Yeah, like um, that would that would be the, the worst. <laughs> so that may be the last time we ever see Matt Parkman. Oh, mm. it hurts. <laughs> Bye, Matt Parkman. Bye, Matt. So I'd love to be wrong, but I don't think I think that they're they're just going to leave him there. Oh, that was it. That, that was, was totally it. That was yeah. a send off. Um. Yes. Now, in our uh, in our final few moments of the episode, we are down in the core room that uh, Ren and Emily are heading to. We we see Otomo speaking with Erica and talking about how um, I've done terrible things to keep my daughter alive. Erica says, "Don't ever uh, what she said. Don't ever take for granted the, the things that you do for your children." Something like along those lines. Yeah, and that's we, the gist of it. Which then we 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 get a, another flashback and the final flashback here. We see a young Erica visited by a young Casper, uh, who says he works for a company who will fix her situation with this doctor. Casper says he can make her forget, but but Erica chooses not to forget. Instead, she wants Casper to uh, make her daughter forget uh, what she saw her do. Never be ashamed of the scars we bear for our children. That's, that's the line. <laughs> that's the line. Um, now we see Ren and Emily arriving out of the elevator into the core room just in time to see Otomo finishing his task and, um, you know, putting Tommy online just like Hero was online earlier in the ser- series. Richard then injects Otomo in the neck with something, knocking him out, presumably killing him. Um, but we, we can't be too sure. Uh, but then uh, Richard turns on the system. We see Tommy locked in the fortress, guarded by multiple levels of guards, um, trying to get out to be continued. Yes. Next week is the series finale. It's it. It is the here. It's the heroes. It's the finale of heroes as a television show and in a television format. I think this, I mean, this probably was it. They, it's not going to get another chance somewhere else. Another chance somewhere else. I've been watching making a murder. Maybe Netflix. Fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Netflix yeah, original would. show heroes reborn season two. And yeah, no, don't, <laughs> don't take it the wrong way. If, uh, I mean, I, I don't know if I can speak for all of us here, but if I don't jump on a, on a, a tweeting bandwagon to try to get it brought back <laughs> again, I mean, been down that path before. It's just, it's not, No, just go eat at subway. They'll bring it back. I don't get it. Do you remember when Chuck was going to get canceled and now all the fans? Oh yeah, did some? It was some campaign like bring back Chuck, and they all went and had Subway sandwiches. It was pretty. Uh, it actually it was, did. It did had, had an effect. Well, yeah. it had an effect. Yeah, it did something. They brought it back. 
for like one season, I think. Or something was, like that. It was a short yeah, season. Yeah, it was a short, shorter season. They brought it back for a little bit before they canceled it again. Yeah. I mean, it, overall, it was on the bubble, but. It was. the the This episode did a lot to set up for the for yeah. the for the finale it, it almost too much but yeah. yeah right right which is which is which is great one thing that i liked about the the erica stuff is well a couple things the actress that portrayed young erica looked a lot like erica they did a really I, good I job with thought that. so too i thought that was excellent casting and uh, also when casper, young casper yeah looked pretty close too yeah the he was voice good. was the same the it voice was good had to be the same actor they definitely spent uh, spent some time with that, but um, the fact that Erica doesn't want to forget, she always wants to remember that. But has Casper use you know take take Taylor's thoughts? Mm-hmm. Perfect. I thought that was well, it's like having her not forget that is the reason why Erica is who she is now. Yeah, and, and that and this whole episode explains that pretty pretty well. Um, as we mentioned multiple times, we think that that like if they had just put this episode a little bit before now, um, you know, it's it's easy to say that. But then you think about like, well, this all had to come to a head with Taylor basically choosing to to leave her mother or to completely like abandon her mother. Um, and that could have only come at this point in the show. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. And how heavy so, it was yeah, that it, her mom did all that sacrifice that for her. But again, I think, yeah, a lot of people are saying you know, the, the fact that we, we took it kind of at their word that Erica is this terrible person and she, she carried herself like a terrible person and did terrible things and threatened to do terrible things and had an ulterior motive. We had to kind of believe that to be true before being shown why. And, to, and this episode was, the, was finally the reveal of why. Yeah. So, you know what? I actually started to like kind of panic or freak out when they called Emily's name in the episode because I thought they said Emily DeVoe. And I was like, what? She's related <laughs> to Charles DeVoe. Holy cow. I can't believe this. And I started yeah. really thinking about it. And I was like, no, that's she not. does have a, she does have a French sounding name. I forget. I think it's, I think it's Duval. Duval. Yeah. 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 (laughs) But stupid me watching the episode, like just heard Emily DeVoe. And I literally was like, oh my gosh, I gotta, I gotta figure out how this all works together. And then I started. That reminds me, I was, I was looking up something, I guess it was Heroes Wiki. And I was looking up the, the doctor and, and they had written down, like he healed Taylor because she was sick because of coldness. I'm like, no, it was cold dust. Oh, right. It was cold dust. Yeah, cold dust. <laughs> cold dust. Because I watch it with subtitles on and when I'm re-watching the episode. Ah, uh, okay. Even when I didn't watch it with subtitles, I remember I heard him say cold dust. <laughs> so someone on Heroes Wiki needs to correct themselves. They heard it wrong. Coldness. Well, it's not like I went to, that would be funny though, if I would have heard that and then went to Heroes Wiki and made an entry like (laughs) Emily DeVoe's great, great, great (laughs) granddaughter of Charles. You do this whole other stub and they're like, dude, you're totally wrong. It's Duval. Like I have a podcast. That's my reference. (laughs) Cited. All right. So series finale, we have a big discussion about that next week. And Derek will be back from his trip to Disneyland with stories about all the rides he went on, which we'll, we'll devote probably a, a serious chunk of the show to. I hope so. Um, 
And yeah, so do we have the description for the finale? Shall we read the description? And for Project Reborn. For Project Reborn. That's the name of the episode. You know, are, are we going to spend any time on the trailer? You know what? You may be the only one who has seen the trailer. Have you Why? seen the trailer? Yeah, I've seen the trailer. I have not. So I'll let okay. you I'll let you discuss it because I I was only able to watch the show on Hulu and I forgot how to use YouTube before the podcast. Oh um, <laughs> so you may have to walk us through that, but I'm gonna look up the description real quick. Okay, so in the in the trailer, we are gonna talk about the trailer now. So if you're yes. at all worried about it, you don't want to be spoiled at all. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. And see you next week. See you next week. Okay. With that said. The trailer looks really impressive. I mean, we, it, it opens up with Noah. Actually, it opens up with Tommy wearing the sword. He has the sword. He's got his dad's sword. He's got a hero's sword. And then we see Emily, and they're starting, they're basically meeting up at the, um, the, the final destination here, which is the clock tower in Odessa. Explosions are happening. HRG shows up. He reaches his hand out to Tommy. It's, I mean, basically everybody's getting together. Um, and I'm really thrown off right now by the credits that we're playing through it because <laughs> literally this is, here's the credits at the point where Melina is like, I don't know if she's walking through this fire. She's, there's this explosion happening and she's walking by and it's like, it's kind of like no big deal to her. The credits that show up, that have to do with the current episode are here. The characters, they list off the actor and the characters as Texan number one, as evacuee number one, but that's not what got me. It's as bigot number one and as bigot number two <laughs> for people <laughs> in this episode. So <laughs> that's, that's some uh, credits you want. Uh, I wonder if that you. was, yeah, that's, that's going to be on your IMDb page for a while. What scene was that? And anyways, yeah, that really threw me off. Uh, Tommy talks to Hero through a screen. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like he's in the fortress uh, where oh. we're uh, in Evernow. And then again, it's a lot of the focus oh, is on is Tommy. This is more spoilery than I thought it would be. <laughs> yeah. Tom, again, it, at the same time, it's spoilery from a visual perspective. Of course from, they put Hero in the trailer. They did. Of course they did. But it looks like new footage, isn't it? It probably is. But they at know least, that if they put Masioka in the trailer that people will watch. Yeah, I'll be curious what the finality does. Finality. 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 Finality does ratings-wise because the show's been holding steady at a 1.0 demographic or 18 to 49 demographic and about three point three and three-quarter million, 3.75 million. Yeah, it feels like the show found its audience. I mean, it had a spike and then it went down and then it kind of stabilized at one um, and, and three-ish million um yeah close to four yeah so i don't don't know if that's just like they like uh nielsen can't rate a show any lower (laughs) like i I doubt that that's what's going on but well it's just it 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 stayed at basically where it ended only less than where it ended like six weeks ago yeah yeah well you know less yeah that and the finale for season four chapter five interesting but yeah, that's really it for the trailer. I mean, there's a lot of stuff happening. Well, there's visually. a lot of stuff in there that I did not think would be in the trailer. <laughs> well, yeah, but I, I guess mean, they want people to tune in. So some of the obvious stuff, though, is uh, he Tommy gets out of Ever now. We we, we figured well, that would happen. That, that has to happen, right? Like that that has to be something that goes on. Yeah, HRG's back. 
I don't know. I'm, I can't believe there's only an hour left of this story. Well, it's, tell. it's hard to believe because it, it's, it's been almost three years in the making. Like yeah. we found out in February of 2014 that, uh, that something was going to be happening in, in the heroes realm. Then they spent all of 2014 developing it and shooting it. And then we only, then we had all of 2015 to go through. Um, I don't, yeah, they didn't even start shooting until 2015. So it was like 2014 was mostly developing the story and writing and assembling the cast and writers and stuff. Then 2015 was all about production and we really didn't start airing the show until September of 2015. And now here we are at the end. So a little less than three years. It's yeah, it's, it's kind of so crazy. Even though we've done the podcast for something like 17 weeks um, in total over those, over that span of time. You mean even you're not, you're not including then the first episode we did when it did air during the Olympics. When the I, I kind of am because I, oh, okay. I think our, this is episode 17 of our podcast, which means, you know, we've at least recorded 17 of these. There was a, you know, over that was over a two and a half year amount of time though. Did we record one that never came out? I don't, I think we did, but that was, we were really tired and I, we ended up oh, scrapping yeah, 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 yeah. it. And, um, but that was only, that was, that was before so the show had started. Ago. Right. Right. That was like one of, one of the many episodes where we're like, well, here's this bit, bit of news. Let's talk about that for 40 minutes, you know? <laughs> and we did. Uh, Cause that's all there is to talk about. And I, I, I do remember we recorded one that we ended up re-recording later. Yeah, you're right. We you're were right, more you're awake. Right. Which, which shows um, we don't just hold our heroes to a high standard. We hold ourselves to a high standard. That's right. Or at least Graham does because he made that decision. I try, I try to hold ourselves to a high I've got, standard. I've got a little description here. Well, I do too. Oh, okay. My turn. Yep, you do okay. it. Okay. <laughs> this is the official description for the episode. Let's see what lines up with the trailer. In the fiery finale, the heroes unite to save the world. Uh, Noe Gray, Cabby, Jimmy Jean, Louis, and Christine Rose guest star. Yay, Christine Rose. Whoa, Angela Petrelli. As the clock counts down to the end of the world, Tommy finds himself up against the biggest challenge yet as, or up against his biggest challenge yet as Erica takes drastic measure, measures to see her plan succeed. Melina tries to fulfill her great-grandmother's prophecy to save the world with the help of Luke and Quentin. Meanwhile, Emily and Wren... Desperately search for Miko, or desperately search for Miko. Elsewhere, Carlos is faced with a life and death choice. And then we is that list. the official description? That's the, this is the official NBC description. So check this out. So here's the description I have. It's almost identical, except it's way more concise. It says, Tommy is faced with his biggest challenge. Erica goes to extremes to make sure her plan succeeds. Luke and Quentin help Melina. She tries to fulfill her great-grandmother's prophecy. Emily and Ren search for Miko. Carlos must make a choice. And someone, someone just went in there and deleted some of the specifics. Yeah, really. <laughs> I really have to fit this into a certain amount of characters. Cut that down. To fit yeah. in the Comcast like box. <laughs> That's the know. zap to it. Oh yeah, you know what? That that might be the official TV. The what what TV guide yeah. puts in there. But this is the description in the NBC press release. I like it. It's more dramatic from NBC. Oh, of course. Which is cool. I mean, that's I mean, that's cool. It's just it's to be expected. Of course. Well, I'm, so, I'm yeah. excited and nervous. I think I'm ex- equally excited and, ner- and nervous as I am with the final episode as I was for the first episode coming. 
No, I know. Quite yeah. as much, but close. Uh, well, it's like we were excited to have the show back, and now it's going away again and unlikely to return, which is sad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like next um, next week will be a discussion about the finale, but largely since we'll have Derek back and all three of us podcasting uh, for most likely the last time too, we like, I feel like next week will be a lot of a retrospective, like a reflection on, on what just happened. Um, the, yeah. sh- the show coming back, our, our, our expectations for it. We get, we got into a little bit of that with yours and mine um, at the beginning of this week's episode, because I felt like that, you know, that that's appropriate because now we're, we've got only one more to go, but I think with having Derek back and the finale, having been, been, put out there and done and the story's over like we'll all have sort of our, our retrospective on the show as a whole. And we'll be able to share that next week. And yeah, I don't know. We haven't really talked about what our actual plans are after the finale. If we're just going to stop there or try to do one more podcast or uh, try to try to do an interview with some folks, but that um, the, but the plan is now to use next week's podcast as sort of a, not only a recap to the finale, but a but a recap and and retrospective of the show overall. And I think there are a few heroes fans that are doing similar things. Like I think there, Daniel McFadden at Hero Site did a really great write up of kind of his thoughts on the show, and, and I think it's called Heroes Reborn Reflected. And I think that'd be worth a read because I I have a feeling that a lot of folks are kind of feeling the same way. He already wrote it up. It's out there. Yeah, it's out there. Um, yeah, I would read Hero it to site, you, right? but like, yeah, it's on Hero Side. I would read it to you, but I think that, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll save sort of our, our, our thoughts in the, in that direction for next week's, next week's podcast. And we may reference a little bit of other, other folks' opinions like, uh, Craig and Daniel and folks that we know who were watching the show and following the show and were as excited as we were to have the show back. Um, so yeah. 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 Project. Reborn. Final episode of Heroes Reborn. That's next week. We'll have Derek back. Thanks so much, you guys. We will uh, see you next time. Yes, thank you very, very much. Bye.